Somebody you birthed. You've raised up. It takes a lot. A lot of humility to say, my child. See, because nobody wants to admit that. Elder Cheryl, this is right. Nobody, nobody wants to say. I mean, you don't even want to, you don't, you don't even want to say my child bad. Come on now, I've, I've heard enough parents right here. Oh, no, he's not bad. He's not bad. Yeah, your child bad. You know, that, that boy's bad. Ask everybody in the, in the preschool. Teachers are not lying at the school. Your child bad. Your child is bad, bad. They're not bad, they're just terrible twos. Terrible, you're right, terrible. Your child is terrible. No, they're just active. They're hyper. Oh, you said you're just a boy. Oh, boy. So what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to say your child is bad. What I'm saying is, it would take a lot to even just say that. And I understand that. I understand. I, I wouldn't want them to say my child bad. I, I understand that. <laughs> Which one of my children is bad? Um, but to go to the degree of saying my child is severely demon possessed, who wants to say that? Who wants to say that my child is possessed with something? You know who wants to say that? An humble and honest person. Because what this mother is saying is, that ain't my child. That's what the mother's saying. That's not my child. This, this behavior I'm seeing is not my child. I know it's not normal. I know it's not usual. And it is not, that's not my child. So it must be that she severely I didn't raise her like that. I didn't teach her like that. That's not, that's not what, what she saw. That must be. Because that's, this is abnormal. So it takes humility. It takes honesty. But that's what it takes if you're going to get treatment. Come on now, if you walk in the doctor, the doctor say, how you feeling? Now you walk in there, you got pain all in there. You, you some, it's, okay, I'm just say, You walk in there and you got, it's, it's hemorrhoids, right? I'm just going to put it in plain language. Severe hemorrhoids. You don't try preparation H, you don't try everything off the counter, and it's severe. This is what this is, this is, this is severe hemorrhoids. And you walk, <laughs> can't even sit down. Now we're talking, we're talking, right? This Wednesday night, right? It's severe. There's a severe issue. If, you, if the doctor say, well, hey, how you doing? What you here for? Oh, I'm okay. I'm good. Have a seat. No, I'm good. Have a seat. Have a seat on the table. No, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> right, what's happening? Failure to be honest. Failure to humble yourself so you can get the help that you need. This woman said, look, I, I'm, I'm, 
I've been embarrassed enough. I've already been through too much to sit here and be haughty-taughty and arrogant and not admit my child is severely demon-possessed. Not worried about what your, what your little disciple's saying? Because you know you read, you read here that the disciples, when she came up, the disciples kept saying, hey, Lord, send her away. It says she's bothering us. Verse 23. Verse 23. But he answered, he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. First of all, I wasn't talking to y'all. Y'all really in the way. I'm trying to get good job. I'm trying to get to him. See, when when you I can imagine how much embarrassment this woman has already been through. So you can't embarrass her now. To the point where Jesus, when he finally does reply, he says, the first thing he says was, is uh 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 I'm not sin except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I think that's what he says. Go, go to the next verse with me, please. Go to the next verse. Yeah, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Okay, fine. She's going to keep on going. Then, then she decides she's going to worship, right? I think that's what the next verse. She came and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. He already, he's telling her, he, he, already, he, he responded to the disciples saying, I can't help it because I'm not sin. She must have overheard that. What do you Because he wasn't talking to her yet. He hadn't even addressed, he hasn't even acknowledged her presence yet. He's answering to, he's answering the disciples. They're, they're talking to him. And she says, what? So she said, I know how to get through to this. She worshiped. Lord, here it is again, help me. Has anybody in here, you've been dealing with stuff so strong, you're saying, Lord, help me. If, Lord, if you don't, if you don't help me, I'm going, I might lose my mind. If you don't help me, Lord, I, I might fall off the deep end if you don't help me. This, it ain't in me, but it's in my household. It's affecting me. She said, Lord, help me. When she worshiped, and she said, Lord, help me, now Jesus Christ turns his attention to her because worship always gets his attention. Now watch what happened. Verse 26. Verse 26. Then he answered, he answered and said, now he's talking to her now, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now, you have an opportunity right here to get offended. But when you have been embarrassed enough already, uh, look, hey. <laughs> I'm tired of being called by the school. <laughs> Come on. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about you was out there with somebody you're supposed to be with. I'm tired of everybody always telling me, you know, hey, I saw, I saw, I saw your husband somewhere. You, you got to get over shame now. You done been through all the shame already. Bump the shame. I need some victory right here. So she said, he said, hey, I can't take the children's bread and, cast, and give it to the little dogs. She said, what? Now, she's in faith. 
She's in faith, and her faith in Christ is getting her uh, to, to push for this, for this uh, resolution. So watch what she does, verse 27. And she said, now watch how faith brought wisdom. Faith brought wisdom. And she said, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. I mean, she, she threw Jesus off on that. You're like, what? She, she said, yes, Lord, even the, the little dogs eat the crumbs. What she realized was just a crumb of what you have will deal with the magnitude of this issue I'm dealing with right here. So yes, Lord, just even if it's the crumbs, I can eat the crumbs that fall from the master table. So watch what he says in, verse, in the next verse, verse 28. And he answered and said, Lord, great is your faith. Let it be unto you as you desire. Now, if you look back in Mark's account, when, when Mark uh, accounts this in, verse, in chapter 7, he says to her in verse 29, for this saying, for this saying, this, these wisdom words, go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. All right, now, let's ask, ask the, answer this question. Where is the daughter? Huh? Where, where's, where's the daughter? Say, say, we don't know. Good, that's right, class, that's right. Say, we don't know. We have no clue where she is. She out there. We have no clue where she is. We don't know what she's doing. We don't know who she with. We don't know where she's gone. We don't know how long she's been gone. We don't know if she's coming back. We don't know. But this woman is saying, Lord, help me. I don't know where my daughter is, but I'm coming to you by myself. This is good news for somebody right here because even if that child, even if that spouse, even that one that you're praying for, even if that one that, that you see the demons working in, even if they're nowhere around, you have the ability to intercede on their behalf and by your faith press in and get the results you want from the Lord. Because just like when the centurion came to Jesus and they were trying to get Jesus to go to the man's house and the centurion said, hey, uh, I'm not worthy of you to come to my house. He said, just speak a word only and my servant will be healed. Jesus spoke a word and when he got back to the house, that man's servant was healed. This woman had enough faith that even if my daughter, I have no clue where she is, deep. I have no clue where she is. <laughs> Y'all gotta see that. She don't, she don't know if she's alive. That's the truth. She don't know, she don't know what, her, what, her, what, her, what the situation is. She said she's severely demon possessed. Between the time it took her to get from Syrophoenicia to where he was, anything can happen to the daughter. Now, can I show you something here? Um, I'm almost out of time. And, and go to 
hold, hold that. Go to Matthew 17. Because I, I got to bring a point up here. I got to bring a point up here. Matthew 17. Holy Spirit remind me of this. Matthew 17 and verse um, 14. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. Now, other translations say he's a lunatic. That word lunatic means he's crazy. Huh? King James says lunatic. And you read in the Greek, it literally means crazy. Matter of fact, um, give me the Living Bible, um, Matthew 17, verse 15 in the Living Bible. Watch this. The living, you're going to see this, boy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Matthew 17, verse 15 in the Living Bible. It's one of the ones I sent you all. Yeah. Yeah, praise the Lord. This, 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 is, this is important. I want you to see what's going on here. It says, sir, have, my, have mercy on my son, for he is mentally deranged. Oh, no, y'all not catching He says, the father is saying, my son, is he has mental issues. In America, they say we have a mental health crisis. Every election cycle, you're going to hear politicians talking about we've got to deal with the mental health crisis. We need more money. We need to need more funding to deal with the mental health crisis. The, uh, the uh, Mental Health America, an organization called Mental Health America, says that there are over 40 million Americans labeled with mental health issues. That in prison, there are over 1 million prisoners who are in prison with or because of mental health issues. What's happened? Misdiagnosed. Y'all not catching it. <laughs> They've been misdiagnosed. It's demons, ladies and gentlemen. Mental health? Sure, it's mental health because the demons have messed up your mental state. Yeah, but the root of it is demons. It might manifest in all kind of stuff. He said, you know, the King James, my son is a lunatic. He talked about him uh, in, in, the, in the new King James, uh, I believe it says the word epileptic. Now, the thing about it, if you, if you study this out, it, it talks about how, the, how, from the Greek, the Greeks didn't even know anything about epilepsy. The Greeks didn't even know the word, they didn't know the word epilepsy, they didn't know anything about epilepsy. It wasn't a, a diagnosis in that time. So it wasn't he was an epileptic, is that he's a lunatic. And it's causing these seizures. It's causing Tourette's. I'm talking about how we, what we call it. It's causing Parkinson's. It's, watch this, watch this, watch this. It's causing dementia. If you study that word out, it, the word demented is part of the definition, demented. So what we've now labeled a whole group of people in America and the world as having dementia. Dementia? Sure, dementia, because they're old. Well, I know a lot of old people who don't have dementia. I explain why. Oh, well, certain factors, no, ain't no, ain't no factors that are natural. 
I don't want anybody here, you past the, past the age of 50 and 60 here scared, you're going to have dementia. Keep your mind right. The Bible says he will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. So keep your mind stayed on the Lord and you will never have dementia, Alzheimer's, or anything like it. It's not just natural. It's demons. It's demented. And what's happening? I'm looking, I'm telling, looking at some of y'all faces. We've accepted all these natural diagnoses and say, oh, that's, that's what it is. That's not, ladies and gentlemen. We live in a spiritual world. We need to understand spiritual realities. That every issue that manifests in the natural comes from a spiritual source. Yeah, don't, don't be naturally minded, carnally minded. Be spiritually minded. You'll be aware. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Dementia and Alzheimer's don't have a right to be in my life. Mental derangement doesn't have a right to be in my life and my family. That's of the devil. And I'm not of the devil. I'm of God. I've been delivered from the power of darkness. And I've been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Mental health, mental health, mental health. So, so, we, so, so we, we medicate and incarcerate. We medicate and incarcerate. We medicate and incarcerate. We medicate and incarcerate. Oh, they medicine wore off. That's why they crazy. To the point now we have children in elementary school who somebody has to be in the office and say, time every, all the kids come down for your 12 o'clock meds. Children in elementary school having to come in and get their, their meds for mental health. Oh, we're just going to put them on Ritalin. Why? Oh, because it's, it's a demon. Now listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't, whoever you are sitting here or watching online, if you've been in this kind of situation, this, I'm not picking on you. I'm actually trying to correctly diagnose. Because if you get correct diagnosis, you can get the proper treatment. And those around us can get the proper treatment. So he said, my son is a lunatic. This takes a, my son crazy. That takes a lot of humility to say, hey, my boy crazy. That's a bad confession. This ain't, a, this ain't about faith and confession. He's like, look, this, I'm coming to Jesus. Hey, I'm, I'm being honest. My son needs some help. If you don't get my son some help right now. Notice what he says. My son, he's a little epileptic, suffers severely, uh, for he often falls into the fire and, and often into the water. In fact, go back, go back to uh, Mark's account. Look, look at this in the, in the book of Mark. Mark uh, 9. Glory to God. Mark 9, Jesus. Are y'all with me here? Mark 9, verse, verse uh, 17. Mark 9, verse 17. Then one of, one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. Mute spirit. Now, what's the mute spirit? He's not talking. It sounds like autism. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, I did. It sounds like autism. When a child at that age fails to respond, they call it, it's the autism spectrum. 
It's different things on the spectrum of autism. No, there's a demon that is oppressing. There's a little boy I prayed for a few months back. This little boy who had not talked his whole life, his little boy. His mama finally said, I, 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 need, I need my son to talk. I laid hands on him. In the name of Jesus, I command that mute spirit to come out of him. Now you can't stop that boy from talking. Am I right? That little boy talks so much. I'm like, hey, will you shut up, kid? <laughs> See, but in the system, they would diagnose, oh, that's just autism, and you know, it's, it's black this whole life. No, there's a demon at work. The Bible said, the, the man said, my son has a mute spirit. Mute spirit. He's this man is properly diagnosing his own son. He has a mute spirit. Boy, the devil is getting angry about a minute. And watch this, verse 18. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. This is what the seizures look like. It's just natural, no? We had a young lady in the church here a few weeks ago. Started seizing right here in the church. They called the medics. I told y'all right here in front, that ain't, that, ain't no that, that ain't no medical issue. That's demon. But I let them do what they want to do. Call the medics and get all the paramedics and everybody come and get a diagnosis. They got them right out front. And what they tell you, the, the medics said, this is not medical. They said it. This is not medical. All this, all about it. And they've gone back to the doctor now a few times and they keep saying there's nothing medically wrong with this child whatsoever. I'm just telling you, because now they, they want to send the child, when I say they, the med medical field, wants to send this child to now to a psychiatrist. No, not, not the parents, this is the, the medical, they want to send, hey, she need to go to a psychiatrist because now she's not walking. And they're saying there's nothing physically, uh, neurologically wrong whatsoever. They say it's in her head. Yep. That's exactly right. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, verse verse uh, 20, then they brought him to, 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 uh, brought, then they brought him to him. We still in the right place, Mark 9, yeah, Mark 9, verse 20. And when, they, when he saw him immediately, the spirit convulsed him, and he fell, to, fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. The moment he got in the presence of the Lord, he acted up. He manifested. So Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. So this is not some little child. This is a, a, a teenager, a younger, you know, we, he's, he's got some age on him. And Jesus said, ever since he was a baby, he'd been doing this. And verse 22, watch the worst part, says the Annie. And often he has thrown him, often he, the devil, has thrown him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. That's all he's coming to do. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Now, can I, can I deal with one thing? It's, it's not all for man. Let me just say this. I, I want to make sure I say this to you because this is very important. It's very important. Remember the woman. She brought her daughter. This man brought his son. In the story about the woman, the Bible doesn't tell us anything about the woman, the daughter's father. 
We don't know where he is. That may have been part of the issue. I'm not saying it is, but that may have been part of the issue. But what we see is the father was not in this story. She had a father or else she wouldn't have been on the planet. But we don't know where he is. But he didn't come looking for help for his daughter. When the father brought his son, I don't know where the mama is. We don't know where she is. She, we don't know if she's alive. We don't know. She ran out on We don't know what happened. But she, she didn't bring the boy to get help. Because here's what happened. This is what, what I want you to see this. And parents, listen to me. Because most often, fathers coddle their daughters and mothers coddle their sons. Listen to this. Fathers coddle their daughters. That means fathers um, are just, that's, that's, that's my little sweet, that's my little princess, that's my little princess. Oh, she all right, it ain't, it ain't nothing. You've you been, you been too hard, girl. Baby, you've been too hard on the, on the, on the girl. Just, it's, it's cute. But mama says, uh-uh. That ain't how a young lady's supposed to act. And I ain't gonna let my daughter grow up and be no little hoochie. Ain't gonna, no, 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 no. And mama said, no, she gonna clean this house. She gonna do these dishes. Oh, no, don't make her do no dishes. No, she gonna do these dishes. She gonna wash, she gonna wash her clothes. She gonna, and, and see, that's a mom. Mama said, no. With their daughters. But with the sons, that's my little man. That's my little man. Don't beat little, don't beat him. Don't, no, honey, don't beat him. Well, come on out here and work in this yard. Oh, no, don't make it work in that yard. It's too hot in that yard. You've been too rough on him, Jim. Let him, let him come on back in here. But dad isn't saying, no, I'm, I'm trying to make a man out of him. So the father is, is watchful when there's trouble. He said, wait, why my son acting like that? And the mama just sees him laughing. Oh, that's so cute. Look at him. Look at him jumping off that. What you so cute? Jumping in the fire. Look at you, cute. Look at my little Superman. You're going to be the Superman. My little superhero. That my little. The daddy's saying, boy, you crazy. You're going to break your neck, boy. Jim, don't say that. Am I right about this? And that's why many times, many times, many times, I'm going to just say it, many times when you're a single mom and you got boys, many times that, that you ruin that boy because you act like he your friend and some, sometimes, sometimes he, he, your, he, your, he your replacement husband and so you're you going to coddle your boy. And dad is going to coddle the little girl. That's my little princess. My little pudding pop. So that mama said, I had enough of this mess here. Lord, help me. Because Jim keep excusing this mess, and Jim keep letting this stuff go, but I'm tired of this girl. Vicky is acting up, and I'm getting tired of Vicky. I'm, I, I don't beat her. I don't punch her in the eye. I don't gut punch her. And if you don't do something about Vicky right now, Vicky gonna die next, I'm killing myself. 
All the time, all the time, dad trying to, no, 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 get, get, get back, June, get back, get back, get back. She gonna be all right. She not gonna be all right. So once we diagnose properly, we can get treatment right away. The man said, have mercy on my son. He's mentally deranged and in great trouble. Matthew 17, 15, Living Bible, he said he's mentally, mentally deranged and in great trouble. He's mentally deranged and in great trouble. Matthew 17, verse 18. Jesus rebuked that demon, and the boy was cured. He said he rebuked the demon that came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Glory to God. Back in Matthew 15, no, no, go, go to Mark, go back to Mark uh, 7. This same story, I'm just showing you the other, other places. Mark 7, verse 29. Then he said to her, this is back to that woman with her daughter. For this saying, go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. Verse 30, and when she had come to her house, she came back home, she found the demon, that demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. The daughter came home. Now, she might have already been home. I'm not saying she wasn't. What I, my point was, we didn't know where she was. The point was, she wasn't with the mama when the mama went to go get help. But she got back, and she saw the demon. Now, notice it says, she found the demon gone out. How can you tell a demon gone out? Because she ain't cutting up. In fact, I have, I have been in enough... Um, uh, I don't know, cast outs <laughs> to know that when a demon leaves a person, their whole disposition changes. It's like they go from darkness to light. Oh. They come to themselves. They're sitting and clothed and in their right minds. When you're, when you're in your right mind, it's no more darkness on you. Whoa, they, they're like, what, what, what was going on? What, what happened? What happened? It's real. Now, let me say this so we can, we can wrap this up. One of the issues that keeps people, and I, said, I alluded to this at the very beginning, that keeps people from properly diagnosing the demons is because if I, if I make it natural, I know what I can do. At least I think I know what I can do. I can go to the doctor. I can get a, you know, this. I can, I can go, you know, and get uh, some counseling or some mentorship or whatever. I'm going, I'm going to do all this natural stuff. I can, oh, I can get it. I ain't even think about the check. It's folk trying to get crazy checks. That's exactly right. I forgot all about that. Y'all know they give them crazy thinking. Now, you know, it's not technically called a crazy check, but that's what we, we call it, it's a crazy check. SSI is crazy check. I can get my child on a, on a PIP, what do you call a PIP, what them thing? IEP? 
Yeah, you probably need PIP too. But IEP, all that kind of stuff. And this, now again, if anybody's been like that, I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying that's, that's the truth. That's, that's, that's a reality. But when, when we have those natural things, we can think of something to do. But when, if we were diagnosed to, to diagnose it properly with a demon, we're like, okay, well, what do I do? What do I do? I want to show you what to do. Mark 16. Mark 16. Well, maybe I got to get him to the, uh, the special uh, meeting over there in uh, Africa where they cast all the devils out. Alf Lukau. That man got his own theme music. Mark 16. Verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to who? He who believes and is baptized will be saved. How many of y'all in here are saved? Why? Because you believe and you are baptized, right? But he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe. And the very first one Jesus lists. The very first one that you become qualified to do, you, believers. You're a believer, everybody believers? So in your house, if you can't get them to the church, if you can't get them to the special meeting over in Orlando, don't worry about it. You can do this. Come on, tell your neighbor, you can do this. Come on, look, look at somebody else and say, you can do this. Sister Garrett, am I right? You can do this. She dealt with it right there at that place. She's volunteering. You can do this. I didn't cast out, I haven't cast out devils because I'm a pastor. I cast out devils because I'm a believer. And if you're a believer, you're walking around with the same power. So this sign will follow you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Well, I'll read that too. So these signs will follow those who believe in my name, they will cast out demons. Got it? Okay, now let me, let me read something here. Go down to verse 19. Verse 19. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down to the right hand of God. Jesus did. And verse 20. And they went out. Everybody say they went out. And preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. And confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Did you get it? Did you get it? So the Lord Jesus Christ returned to heaven, but he still works with you to make these signs come to pass. So when you deal with a demon, it ain't just you. So you ain't got to be scared and confused when you deal with a demon. It's you and the Lord working with you. I don't have any power over demons. You do have power over demons, and the Lord is with you. He's behind you to make sure when you speak, those demons have to leave. You got it? So the Lord works with you. Everybody say, the Lord works with me. All right, now let's look at one more place. Luke 10 and verse 17 through 19. Luke 10, 17 to 19. 
Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. These 70 said the, that the demons are subject to us in your name. In what? Remember, Jesus said, in my name, you will cast out demons. In my name, you will cast out demons. I have a newsflash for you. These 70 were not saved. Am I right about it? Jesus hadn't gone to the cross yet. He hadn't gone into the grave yet. He hadn't been raised from the dead yet. The Holy Ghost hadn't come yet. They're not even saved. But they believe. So imagine with you and your saved and believing self. And Holy Ghost filled five baptized running for your life. He said, they said, even the demons are subject to us in your name. So when you go out and you deal with a demon, if it's in your child, your, your, your whatever it is, whatever, wherever it is, you got to just deal with it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And now watch verse 18, please. Verse 18. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. He's like, He's like, yeah, I know. They're supposed to be. I was there. I saw it before eternity passed. When eternity passed was here, that I saw when the angels kicked him out. They had a fight. That's the Revelation 12 fight. And they got kicked out of heaven. I saw Satan put out. Now watch verse 19. Behold. Behold. I give you I wish Jesus Christ was here because if he was here, he'll deal with it. I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. Serpents and scorpions are every form of evil. Okay? Every form of evil. And over all the power of the enemy. So you have authority over his power. King James says power over all power of the enemy. But properly translated, that first power is authority. So watch this. Understand this. Authority always tramples power. Always trumps power. Authority always trumps power. You understand that? Authority trumps power. Power is ability. Authority is executive is executive um, 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 power. That's what it is. It's executive power. So that, that first authority, that first power is exousia. In the Greek, that second power is the word dunamis. So executive power over the dunamis. So President Trump is the chief executive of our nation. He doesn't have an M16. He doesn't have a tank. He doesn't have any power whatsoever. But if he were to say, hey, fellas, Take them out. Pick up the red phone or push the button, whatever you got to push. Boom. Just speak a word. You have executive authority. Delegated authority from Jesus over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, in case you're scared, shall by any means hurt you. So that demon in your house, you can deal with it. You have the authority. You, you have authority. He can't do any more than you let him. You have the authority. 
Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. You have the authority. You have to say, hey, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. That's your house. Get, y'all get on your feet. Get on your feet. Tell your neighbor, that's your house. You have authority in your house. If you don't want the devil there, kick him out. If you don't want the devil messing up, messing up your marriage, kick him out. Running your children, kick him out. Now, if you have a child in your home and you recognize, you properly diagnose this as demons, uh, I want you to be bold. And don't be outside praying, Lord, I pray, get that demon out of my house. No, you go and point right into that because the demon is working through him. Point right him in, the, in between the eyes. You demon, you foul, unclean spirit, I command you, come out of my child now in the name of Jesus. And they're going to be looking at you like, I ain't talking to you. Shut up, demon. You have authority in two realms. You can whoop your child in this realm, and you can cast the devil out in that realm. (laughs) There's no devil in hell that can stand up to your authority. Everybody say, I'm anointed. anointed. Say, I have the same anointing anointing as Jesus. Jesus. I have the same authority authority as Jesus Jesus. because he gave it to me. He gave me me his authority. authority. He gave me his anointing anointing. and he gave me his name. name. So I'm going to use it and get the devil devil out of my house. Now give the Lord a praise tonight if you agree with that and you receive that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Hey, deal with it when it was just when it's just one. Don't wait till it's a seven more come in. Or until it's a legion. As soon as you see the smoke, deal with it. It's all right. It's okay. It's your authority, your house. You got it? Pastor, would you come in? Yeah, if you need reinforcement, yeah, sure. But you have authority in your house. I mean, we'll bring a whole crew if you need it. I remember last time I got called on a house call, a demon house call. Was that, Angie, were you with me on this? You were in the church. Well, we, same, same initial one. Yeah, we had a house call. Who was with me? Because that was you. It was, another, it was a guy and you. It was just the three of us? Yeah. And, uh, man, this demon manifests in this house. Now, you got to know your authority. So I, so I let the demon chaser go first. 
This guy, he'll profess demon chaser. I know how to cast out demons and everything. Young guy, that's arrogant. I'm just, okay, I'm just let you do what you need to do. Okay, praise the Lord. So he doing all this stuff and trying to talk to demons, trying to negotiate, you know, and get, get names, phone numbers and addresses and all that kind of stuff from the demon, you know, what's your social security number and, you know, where you from and what sector of, you know, all that kind of garbage. And just going through, yeah, he lost his mind now. So did, he sure did. He sure did. He going on and on and on and on. And finally I said, all right, you done? Because the demon ain't moved. Demon just torn with him. And I finally said, look at me. I command you in the name of Jesus. You come out of this girl right now. <sighs> girl just flopped, just fell like she's dead. Boom, got up. The demon gone. See, I didn't go through all that negotiating and talking and, you know, what's your name and what's your sign, all that kind of stuff and, you know, all that. No. I know my authority. I know my anointing. You got to know your authority. You got to know your anointing. And you have the name and he is working with you. So don't let the demons run your house. Put them out. Amen? All right, Father, thank you tonight for the word. Thank you for our anointing, our authority, and the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we know how to properly diagnose where demons are working, and we're not going to draw back and pull back to where these natural things that people are saying, Lord, these things that they do and they say, we're not picking on them to God. We know they're doing the best they can with all they know. That's all they know. But Lord, we know better. We know more that there's a real devil. There's a real spiritual realm. And he's sending these things out to steal and kill and destroy. But Lord, thank you that we have the authority and the, the anointing upon us, God, to deal with these issues head on. And that God, we will we declare tonight, we will not let demons continue to reside in our houses and our families and our marriages and our children and our lives in our own bodies. We won't let the devil keep operating against us, God. We are going to walk in our authority, walk in our anointing, and walk, Lord, using the name that you've given us, the name of Jesus Christ. Now I pray that each person tonight, God, if there's any smoke in their lives, they'll deal with it, address it, and come out, Lord, knowing that they have the victory in every area. I decree victory over every demon. Thank you for Jesus Christ who on Calvary's cross, when he went to the cross, went to the grave, got him on the third day morning, he took back power, all power from the enemy. And God, we live and enjoy that same victory now today. We thank you, Lord, as we continue in this week, that, Lord, we continue to, to uh, think back and reflect back on the passion of Christ and how you, have, how you gave Jesus Christ to, to die a bloody death for us so we could have and live in this kind of victory tonight. We pray in advance for our time together this coming Sunday, Father. We pray for those who will come from the north and the south and the east and the west to come in. Lord, we don't care if they're just Easter Sunday people. It doesn't matter. We welcome them. We receive them. Thank you that, God, the atmosphere will be so charged with faith and anointing that, God, that their hearts will be convicted, God, that every soul, Lord, will know they have been in the presence of Almighty God. Heal, deliver, set people free, save the unsaved, God. Do supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles in this place where we come together, Lord. We release, Lord. We release you to move any way you want to move. 
we don't want to tie your hands. Lord, do, do whatever you want to do, Lord. We thank you. Keep us in between, Lord. In the meantime, let us enjoy our time together this weekend, Father. Bless our time, Lord. Uh, Good Friday or whatever we're doing, Lord. Our kids out of school, Lord. Bless even, Lord, our time together with the men on Saturday morning. Let us enjoy a great time of fellowship, Lord. We ask that, God, that you, you would build a men's ministry, that you would do it. You do it, Lord. So our labor will not be in vain. We speak blessing over each and every one of us. As we leave from this place tonight, God, be with us. Continue to keep us. And we'll continue to give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you tonight. We love you. Consider yourself dismissed. We'll see you men on Saturday. Everybody else will see you on Sunday.